Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. Everybody, thanks so much for joining me. My guest today is Claire Bond. Whether we recognize it or not, we already have a personal brand, and it's either making or losing us money. Claire has spent over a decade empowering entrepreneurs, executives, and startup investors and founders to become leading authorities in their space, boosting revenue by showcasing their subject expertise and leveraging their authority. Claire is passionate about sharing must-have tips on how to get to the next level and stay there. Thanks so much for joining me today, Claire. Thank you so much for having me on, Diane. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. So um, there seems to be a a lot of uh, thought about what a brand is. So I I would like to get your take on what is a personal brand and why does it matter? Uh, Basically, I really, you know, I always think about personal branding um, I'm a very analytical person, so I always really think about it from an analytical standpoint and kind of like use cases. So really, I think of a personal brand as whatever I can dig up about you by doing a Google search or looking on social media, etc. So that is essentially what your personal brand is. It can also be how people feel about you when you walk into a room, um, how people perceive you, but it's essentially what people think about you. So whether okay. that's online or whether you're, you're you know, at an in-person event, it's all of those things kind of come together to be your personal brand. Okay. And so <laughs> you can't really hide from it, right? No. I guess because of social media, like what's the, what's the landscape? Well, basically because it can do, a, a, you know, do a Google search on you and you either have content out there, there's either information about you or there isn't information about you. And if there's no information about you, most people aren't going to think that's a good thing. They're going to say, why? What's wrong? What, what are they hiding? So that's kind of what, why you can't really hide from it. And, you know, ultimately the, the greatest personal brand or what you really want to do is essentially if someone is seeking out an answer that you are, you know, positioned to be able to answer, they find a piece of content that you created um, and you help them. So say it's a video that you put on YouTube or um, something on your blog, and it helps answer a question that somebody uh, currently has, or they really, they need to solve this problem or they really need help. Um, That is the goal to be able to help somebody when they're currently in need. So that's why I really look at it as far as a Google search is concerned. Got it. Okay. So, so this is interesting because I think a lot of people would be thinking, 
not so much about it being bad to not have anything about you, but if bad things are being said about you. But what I'm hearing is searching for somebody and nothing coming up mm-hmm. is not good. It's not good. No. Right? Well, so for whatever it is, whether you someone wants to partner, small business owners, right? Someone wants to partner with you, work with you, or hire you, and there's nothing about you, that's yeah. really weird. Why wouldn't there be anything about you, even if it's bad? Um, but if it's bad, someone is saying, you know, you have a horrible business or that you're a horrible person to work work with, that would be really bad. But if there's nothing, I mean, you know, I definitely deal with this definitely in, in the older demographic. They don't yeah. want to be online and they don't really understand it, but they have so much knowledge. And you're like, this young upstart is is known in your industry and you with your 40 million awards sitting on on your bookcase you're not known because you are hiding and that is a shame because the guy that's 20 years old that's known in the industry could actually probably learn something from you and i feel like that's that is that's the biggest shame really if you will I, i mean um i'm always creating content and and doing it but i I love when people, when people tell me, you know what, Claire, I found your blog and I found this piece of content and it was almost like a rabbit hole of content and information that you were giving me and helping me. And there's so much, and that makes me feel good because I'm, I'm doing this a lot and you don't always get feedback like that. I read your blog or I did these things, but to find out that you actually helped somebody is such a great feeling. And I feel like if, you know, someone is hesitant, just think about helping somebody you know, helping somebody that's, that's new in the industry or, you know, obviously it really helps your business, but for people that, that are very shy, sometimes yeah. the way to get them out of that shyness is to just say, you know what, you're helping people. You're helping people by sharing your expertise and your knowledge. Okay. So, so is it being shy that is preventing people from putting Did content so- out there or what is it? So many things. Uh, it could be they're they're shy. They um, one a client that I that I work with. He actually says, you know, I know what I don't what I don't know, and um, that he basically is like, well, I'm you know, there's so many things that I don't know that I don't know why, that I want to position myself in as an expert. And I'm like, but there's so much that you do know. Um, that so. I just, I think most of the time it's literally, I mean, it's imposter syndrome. Um, it could be, you know, limiting beliefs. There's things that are kind of getting in your way. Um, and you know, if you need to be your biggest cheerleader, I, I really, you know, I really believe that it's just, you need to be uh, saying, you know, I do deserve to be here. I do deserve a seat at the table. I do deserve to, to, um, you know, have my voice heard, um, and I think that is, those are the things that, you know, that kind of the shyness is part of it, you know, well, I don't know, do, should I say this? What yeah. will they think of me? It's, right. But it's all those limiting beliefs. So that's what I think is one of the biggest problems um, that I, and I see it with, with some of our clients that are like, have amazing resumes. You would be shocked. You're like, how can you not believe you're amazing? Um well, so, because, because there's a whole generation, I think I'm in it, of people who were raised to be humble. Yes. Right? And not to yes. their own horn. Exactly. And in this environment, in this world, that works against you. It does. 
It does. Yeah. And, and it, it has, it has made, it's funny. I was, <laughs> I, because it's my job, I'm on social media a lot. So I was going down like a Twitter rabbit hole this weekend and I was looking at, so I found somebody that kind of basically said, you know, some of the most successful people are not the ones that are bragging the most. They're not the ones that you're going to see saying, look at my expensive house. Look at my fancy car. Those people like rented that <laughs> for the photo shoot. <laughs> but like, but the problem is, is that this, there's the perception that the older person um, sucks. They're not yeah. as good because yeah. they're not out there kind of um, talking. So what's actually funny is um, my husband, um, his father was a lawyer. Um, he passed away last year, but he was always convinced that people, because he, he was known like um, as being this folksy lawyer. And he had like funny mannerisms and things like that. And everyone always called him the funny, you know, kind of folksy lawyer. And he wasn't seen as this unbelievable leader quite as much as he should have been because everyone was always like, oh, he's kind of like this little kind of like crazy little guy who, you know, um, kind of shows up in a jalopy and he's not that successful. He was very successful, but he thought his perception was if I show that I'm humble, you know, my clients will appreciate the fact that I'm more frugal and I'm not, you know, gouging them. And my husband always like, no, dad, they think that you're a loser. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like that. <laughs> the perception is that you're not successful. You don't win cases or you wouldn't, you would have the most amazing car. You would have, you would be flaunting everything like your, you know, your counterparts are. So I think that we just, I, yeah, you, sometimes we have to go against what makes us feel good yeah. because what makes us feel good won't necessarily always be the best for our business or our bottom line, whatever it is that you want to, what you want to say. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but also, I mean, I guess the way I look at it is if I share content, I'm not bragging. I'm not blowing my horn. I'm just no. telling somebody something that I believe right. and right. that I, I think actually, will help them. Right. Yeah. I, I actually, I, um, so, so a lot of times when I'm like creating co content and I'm creating blogs, um, a lot of it comes from, I, I'll just call it the rabbit hole because we've unfortunately probably all gone down it, right? You kind of just keep finding more stuff to, you're like, yeah. oh my God, why did I lose an hour um, on YouTube or whatever it is? So, but I keep seeing so many people that uh, like on LinkedIn and, and I think a lot of us, especially on LinkedIn, see this, you see these braggers, right? They're, they definitely, yeah. you're talking about how amazing they are and they're making millions of dollars and all of these things and it's just gross and you and and then you definitely see like the people that dm you, you just see a lot of like gross things happening on these social media platforms and so you're just kind of like i don't want to be on that you know and and there's this guy on there and all he does is brag and is in his videos and it's gross if that's what you see constant sales mm -hmm. and constant bragging they are doing it wrong so i did a whole video on that i'm like yeah it's because they're mm -hmm. doing it wrong Right. So if that's why you're not doing it. Don't worry. If, if you are going to be, if you're going to like check your own self and be like, I don't want to be this gross person, then you're, you're good. You right. are good. It's going to be okay. You're coming from the right place. These other people that are just out there to brag, those are, they're doing it wrong. So that is, that is, I, I you know, so sometimes when I, when I, I create blogs and things like that I, or videos, I, I do it because I'm speaking to what I see. 
And, yeah. and a lot of times, like I'll have conversations with people like with this conversation with you and these things will come up and I'm like, you know what? I need to speak to this point because right. this is a problem that people are <laughs> having and I need to say it's okay. So yeah, I, I did a video just like, just exactly on that topic, which is like, yeah. if you were bragging, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So right. It is not bragging. No, but you make another really great point, which is when, when you have an experience and you think to yourself, wow, there's a better way or, mm. you know, I, then share your knowledge. Yes. And, it, that, and then that's all it is, right? Because right. I do that all the time too. I'll, I'll have an experience. I'll go, okay, well, this is something I have to write about or this exactly. is something I have to say something about. So for people who are unsure what they should be doing, th that's a great guide line, you know, with when you have an experience and you teach somebody something or you, or someone asks you a question and you give them an answer. Those are the kinds of things people need and want to know. Yeah. I mean, that is so, so it's interesting is, you know, because I, because my partner and I, business partner, we always come from every, every thinking about personal branding in this very kind of like heady and analytical type of way. And I feel like as, as time goes on, we kind of figure out like better ways to say what we mean, or sometimes it evolves. Uh -huh. And one of the things that we are, we are currently now kind of saying, instead of some of the things that may have been a little too difficult to distill down is essentially if you are if you are creating content or answering a, a video or whatever it is and you are answering people's questions um whether it's it's you know i obviously saw an activity happening and i said wow. you know what i think this is something i need to talk about rather than somebody saying hey claire i had this question um so that is it's essentially listening to the community. It's being part of the community. It's not sitting there on top on your soapbox being like, I need to share my knowledge right. with you and I am smarter than you and you better <laughs> listen to me. Um, is It is not that. And people, you know, yeah, you might listen to the person occasionally because sometimes they, you know, occasionally will stumble on something that's, that's a, um, you know, a great thing, but yeah, you're never, you're not going to want to follow that person. I think so many times we forget you're really your basic human instincts and the basic things that, that you, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, if you, would you right. follow somebody that constantly sold you just think about how you interact with the world. That's how I came up with the Google search, um, analogy to your personal yeah. brand, because I mean, we've all Googled somebody, even a date, <laughs> like I'm going to go on a first date with somebody. Um, is he a murderer? Let me like Google his name. You know, you're going to Google somebody. So really just think about what you do. That's what, that's a lot of what, how, you know, we come up with our strategy is like, you know what, this is what we find people are doing. We need to, we need to pivot for this reason. We need to think about this because we weren't thinking about that, but that's what people are doing. So yeah, answering questions that people are asking um, you know, you can't just do everything in, in this bubble for yourself. You have to do it for other people. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Whether you're a seasoned designer or a total novice, with VisMe, you can create engaging, dynamic, branded content that makes people ask, how did you do that? Visit tinyurl.com slash seasevisme to explore. If you're a small business owner or salesperson who struggles with getting the sales results you're looking for, 
grab a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And if you haven't seen all Audible.com has to offer, you don't know what you're missing. Sign up for a free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Okay, so how does someone go about starting or figuring that out? Do they Google themselves first and see what shows up? Or how does someone figure out what their personal brand is? I think that that is a great place to start. (laughs) You definitely need to know what's out there before you can kind of change. Um, I, you know, I definitely think it's a good idea to have a website and create content on your own website. Um, but you know, there's no reason if you don't want to do that, that's, you know, you can go on LinkedIn pulse and create, you know, content, you can create it on medium. There are other ways to push your push content out there. Um, and I just, I just think that one of the important things is to, not just, not just focus on one platform. So don't just try to be YouTube famous or LinkedIn famous, go on multiple platforms because they all have algorithms. They all have changes. One might be suppressing your content. One might be everyone seeing your content. There's just so, and and sometimes you won't know how something is going to resonate. And you, you know, I think that there, you should be on multiple channels and, um, obviously you're not going to put the same exact thing on every single channel because then no one's going to want to follow you on multiple channels, but definitely get out there, share your expertise. Um, and it just, it doesn't have to always be like some long form blog. It could also just be say, Hey, you know, I saw this, like I mentioned, I created a video about something. Um, it could be that kind of thing. There's lots of ways to share it. You just need to start. You can fine tune it. Pardon me. (laughs) You can fine tune it as you go, but you just need to start. I think that's one of the biggest things is actually starting. Yeah. Um, Talk some about um, methods, like, because, you know, you you talked about doing a video or Mm -hmm. writing a blog post. Mm -hmm. Are, Are there different methods that have greater impact or is it? Well, when, yeah, what is it? When you're talking about Google, Google yeah. search, words and blogs are going to be the winner there. So that's why I say blogs are, you know, are, are still a good thing because Google is, you know, I mean, across the world, it is the top search engine. Mm-hmm. Um, then YouTube owned by Google video. So I always, again, think of it in terms of being, showing up when someone actually is answering, you know, asking a question that you can answer. That is, that just organically showing up um, because people will look, people look at Google search as being a true test of whether someone's actually an expert or not. I think it's over 65%. I think maybe the other percentage actually does marketing. And so they understand that you can like kind of game the system or sometimes the first things that show up are actually ads, you know, but once yeah. you know, you know, but the, there's a lot of people that don't know. Right. And right. so that is, that is what I think is really important. Obviously Google is still a game and there's algorithmic changes, things like that. But that's why I say you need to have, be on multiple platforms because yeah. you're always, you are always playing a game, whether it's Google's game, uh, Facebook's, Facebook's game or LinkedIn's game. Um, they're always 
going to be a game. <laughs> so it's trying to figure out which one, um, you know, the strategy for the one, the ones that you want to focus on and going out there and just doing it. But I, I, people always say create good content. And I absolutely hate that base good content is something that people are actually actively looking for. It answers a question that the community at large, your industry actually has, um, and your ideal client. Think about that. You know, if you, that, that is, that is the best way, um, to think about your blog and content that you create on, on YouTube is if your ideal client is searching for an answer, you know, like for me, uh, I, I need to figure out how to, how to, to write a personal brand statement. They'll type in personal brand statement, a blog that I created that's, that's just about how to do that comes up. They go to my blog, they learn how to do it. Um, will they become a customer? Maybe, um, but maybe they'll, maybe they'll connect with me. Maybe they'll find me on social media. Maybe they'll sign up for my blog. Maybe they'll stay connected with me because they found that free bit of content that helped them. And mm -hmm. that's the ultimate goal. So it's, it's not like immediately, okay, great. They found my blog. Let's turn them into a client. No, <laughs> it's a long-term play. Okay. So, so how does it boost revenue? Because the only reason I'm asking is because mm -hmm. I have talked to an awful lot of people who are impatient mm -hmm. and expect, you know, marketing and whatever they're doing to have really quick results. So, you know, what does it look like? Like, what's an example of how that turns so, around? You know, this is the, this is the thing. So I can advertise, um, to show up when my client hasn't, you know, is doing a search on Google for a particular thing. And I say, Hey, here I am. And, um, you know, here's my ad. And hopefully maybe they'll click on it. Right. But yeah. like I said before, showing up organically is seen as more trustworthy. Mm. The, you know, the world at large and Google actually says, these are the people that I should be going to, not these people that are paying money at the top. So another thing that happens is when people see an ad, they say, this is an interesting ad. Let me click on it. Great. So you know, I just think about what I do and I know that I'm not alone. So I go to the ad and it's always a landing page, but usually you figure out what the company is. So what I do is I usually go and, and maybe I'll go to the homepage for the, for the, you know, instead of the landing page they gave me, I'll go to the homepage, look at the homepage. Do they have testimonials? I'll Google them. Who is the company? Uh, if it's a small business, like who's the CEO? <clears throat> And you want to find out if there's actually information about this person. So if you are not doing marketing and you're not branding, you're missing out because if you, again, if you don't exist, if no one, if, if, yeah. if, if when someone does that deep dive into say, Hey, who are the competitors to this person? And your competitor has so much information, tons of testimonials, lots of content that's who you're, that's who the person is going to go for. Why do I know this? Because time and time again, that's what customers do. That's what people do. So a lot of time, the marketing and the branding per, you know, personal branding for, for the CEOs, you know, and things like that, it is a long-term play that will have an ROI, but it's not something you can necessarily kind of like pinpoint. It's, it, it, that, that is kind of one of the, the hardest things that getting people to understand is that 
it does have an effect, but it's not this immediate thing. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this blog and everyone's going to flock to me. It's just, it, that's the hard thing to, to, to kind of get people to understand. So does it have value? Yes, because everyone's going to do a Google search and they're going to look for the best, the best person, business, whatever it is to, um, to, to, you know, <laughs> scratch that itch, if you will. And if you have nothing out there that kind of backs up your ads or anything else, why would someone go to you? Yeah, right. Because that I mean, really is what people are looking for. They're, they're looking for the expert. They're looking for someone they can trust. Yeah. I mean, that's right? what buyers really want. Yeah. That is what buyers want time and time again. You know, um, you know, you think about mad men and, and everything coming up with these fancy slogans and these cool slick ads and things like that, that no one looks at that and trusts it anymore. Right. Um, and even PR, people don't trust it anymore. They're like, you can buy all that. Yeah. But can you buy your expertise? Can you, you know, it, yeah, you know, doing video and actually being eloquent, actually yeah. sharing content, actually helping people that takes time that yeah. it, it's a long-term play, but yeah. it does pay out. I, you know, I see it happen for clients of mine. I see it happen for myself. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing that people are like, wow, you know, I've been seeing some of your videos for a long time and you, you really just helped me for so long that I wanted to have a consult with you to talk about, you know, what you could do further. So that's why I know it works. Yeah. Right. Right. It, of course. Oh, I, yeah. and I, I'll tell you, I can um, absolutely confirm that from, from my standpoint, when I started my business, I started doing an e-newsletter and there was a guy who I have no idea who he was, who read it for two years before he reached out to me and hired me. Yeah. And it was just because every month he was getting it and he was reading mm -hmm. it and he was getting used to me yeah. and how I think and what I know. And when he had a need, because that's the other thing. So a lot of times it's timing. It is. And you have to, it's the right place, the right time. So whether that's a piece of content that shows up at the immediate time someone someone is looking for the answer, looking for an expert to, to for the solution, or I've been connected with you for a long period of time, you know what, Diane, she's like, I think she could help me with this. I'm going to reach out. Right. I mean, it's it. Or say say you a friend of the guy that was you know, on your newsletter for, for two years said, Hey, I'm looking for somebody. Can you help me? Yes. I know the perfect person. Exactly. So you never know it's, it's referral. It's so many things, but yeah, it's, it's hard to sometimes tell people, especially if they're I, obviously I'm analytical, but to get people to understand that it's a long-term play, it's not in this immediate thing. Like you can see with Google ads or something like I spent this and here's my ROAS. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same thing. It doesn't, it's, it's definitely a longer ramp, but right. the, but it, it has much more staying power. Yeah. And, um, that's why a lot of times you have to really, you, you, kind of have to get out of your own way essentially yeah. and just think about providing a service and being helpful because a lot of people, I guarantee this, so many industries, there are a lot of people that are not providing um, service to other people. It's not providing a service in the sense of information for their client base, like yours, that you did with your newsletter. There's right. a lot of people that aren't doing that because they're like, right. well, why should I share that information? Right, yeah. 
I hear that all the time. Well, if I and share a, it, people won't want to hire me. It's like, no, no, it's of that. They're going to know that you, you know what you're talking about. There's plenty of people that go to my blog that never will hire me, but hopefully um, they'll tell somebody about it. Maybe right. they'll recommend me to some recommend somebody to, you know, subscribe to my blog. Yeah. Follow me on you. That's the kind of thing, but you can't always think about that. It has to be, I am, I truly know that I am providing great information that will help people. And that makes me happy. It has to be that. Yep. Yep. Boy, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that is such a huge point that just do it to provide value, to provide mm -hmm. information for people and let it do its thing. Yeah. But, and I think that it's a very important strategy to have with advertising, with other um, forms of lead generation and things like that. But that, the, it, you know, no like and trust. If yeah. you don't have, if you're not sharing your, you know, knowledge, expertise, if you're not giving anything, there's no way that anyone would know that you have, that you are an expert, that right. you are the best. Right. So, that's just the, that's the way that you can show it. And let's, let's like be so happy that you have the ability to send emails. <laughs> Think about like, you know, the eighties or whatever, you know, you couldn't do that. The fact that you now have control is amazing. Use it. Well, yeah. So, so that's another part of it that, that you, that a lot of people I think feel like they're, um, that they don't have control over things that they mm -hmm. just have to hope that no one says anything bad or whatever, but yeah, boy, no. this way you really do have control. You get to you write the yeah. narrative. Yeah. Yes. You control yeah. the narrative. Yes. Yeah. Because right. just, you know, if someone did say something bad about you, you could create, you know, better content that'll show up at the top and push the bad stuff down. Right. <laughs> so that is a, that is the way to look at it you know yeah, i mean right. literally if you you know if you google me you'll see it's like my website then it then twitter and then linkedin and so it's like so again be on multiple platforms be active so that your whole front page is you as you want to be seen okay well wait talk some about um being active like Another thing people I've heard people say is, okay, but how much, how often do I need to be posting? How much content do I need to be putting out there? What are your thoughts? You know, there's always like this thing. I mean, literally it changes all the time. I, I yeah. read something where on LinkedIn that you shouldn't post more than 30 times in, in a month. Uh, otherwise the algorithm penalizes you. There's always a penalty. There's always a this. And on Twitter, you should be posting like five times a day. Like who truly can do that? Yeah. So don't get bogged down in best practices. Put, put a stake in the ground saying, I can do this. I can post one blog a month. I can do one video, you know, just yeah. do something yeah. rather right. than, than get scared and freaked out by all the best practices out there. Just mm -hmm. do something, use a scheduling software to schedule out your stuff. Some of them, you know, a lot of them are actually free. If you don't have like a ton of content that you, um, you know, if you're not posting more than like 60, 60 pieces in a, in a month, you can use some of them like Hootsuite. So just 
yeah, just start. I used to, yeah. people used to ask me like, what do I do, Claire? I want to start a business or I want to start a blog or I want to do these things. And I kind of was like, oh, we do all these things. And I had like a checklist. I actually now tell people just start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> because so many people won't actually take that first step. Right. Because it, it's, it is, it is scary. And some people aren't, aren't cut out to be entrepreneurs and that's fine. Yeah. But just telling somebody to just start usually will weed out people that aren't, that aren't cut out for it, that aren't, it's not what they really truly are, have a passion for. Um, they just thought maybe it would be cool to, to do because how hard could it be? You definitely, I definitely hear that. You're just like, oh, it's actually really hard, but okay. Um, <laughs> so sometimes you just, you need to just do it because it yeah. does, it does take time and it evolves. I mean, I have, I've had a blog myself. I've had very, I mean, my first blog was for my, my acting. And, um, I started it like about 10 years ago. I was called life and bullshit of an actress. It doesn't exist anymore. I took it down, but life can evolve and you yeah. learn and grow. You figure out what works and it can, it can evolve. It could be a passion project when you start and then you can start using it for your business. That's exactly what happened with me. So just start somewhere and yeah. just, and, and commit to it. I think that's one of the biggest things because if you want people to follow you on social media, you have to be consistent. So even if it's saying, Hey, on YouTube, I'm going to post one blog a month. The obviously best practices would say that's too little, but if that's something you can commit to and you say, you know what, if you subscribe to my channel, I'm going to give you a fantastic video one time a month, do it, stick yeah. to it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like with your newsletter, the fact that you were committed to yeah. it and that guy knew that your, your newsletter was going to have great information. And he knew when it was going to be in, in his inbox, that was right. that the consistency was key. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like that a lot. I think that, um, sort of calms people down because it doesn't feel so, um, unmanageable. Yeah. Just do what you can do. I always, cause I mean, yeah, I mean, it's so hard. I, I, I don't do it my, my, myself. I'm not the one doing everything. I'm not, I'm not, I will be the first one to tell you I have a team, um, that helps me. Well, but that's so, the other thing you can do that as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's like one of the things that a lot of people will see, you know, there's a lot of people out there that will, will say, these are all the things that you need to do, whatever it is, right. Experts will tell you, these are things that you need to do. And then people will get so freaked out. Like I could never do yeah. that. Ne the, the person telling you never says, oh, but I actually have help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be the first one to tell you that. Yeah. If you are doing it on your own, bite off what you can chew because right. I, yeah, running your own business, being an entrepreneur, small business is hard. Right. There is way too much work for you to do. And even when you go to sleep at night, you still have work that you didn't finish. Trust me. I know <laughs> that is why you just need to do what you can do. So before right. I could actually get people to help me, that's what I did. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's great advice. Cause it, Thank you. cause it's, <laughs> rational, you know, it's realistic. Yeah. 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 Oh, Claire, thank you for, for spending this time with me and sharing this information. I, I think this is, um, in a, in an interesting way, liberating for a lot of uh, the listeners. So it's good making these yeah. decisions. Um, will you tell them, you know, how they can find you and whatever you've got going on, please? 
Definitely. So you can find me by going to my website at clairebon.com, C-L-A-I-R-E-B-A-H-N.com. Um, you'll find all my social media links there. I have lots of content that um, I'd you know, love to share. I also have a free masterclass that if anyone wants to kind of go through it and um, get like really the, the first steps that you need for free, just to, to kind of get started, dip your toe in. And yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm so glad that you thought this was helpful. Um, yeah, I, I, there's so many times that people get stuck in analysis paralysis and obviously yeah. you see it over time. And so I've tweaked things that I have said over the years, because I realized that I realized that, that, you know, people weren't getting started because they were frightened or that it was, it was just too much. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to just get started. Yeah. And and that, and that's another, you know, really good piece of advice that it's, it's not like you're going to start it and that, and it's static and that's the way you're always going to do it. It's going to evolve over time. It's just getting started. That's getting started and you will always be, it'll always get better. Yeah. And that's like the one thing, um, that, yeah, it's people don't want to be first on video because they're scared. And what if I sound stupid or whatever, you know what, here's the thing that's like really good at the very beginning, no one's listening (laughs) (laughs) except your friends. So get out there. Um, then eventually once you've had a following, then you're already, you already know how to do it and everything's already good. You already know how to blog, whatever it is. Right. But yeah, it builds, it doesn't just immediately start. You're not like starting with, you know, 2 million followers and there's, they're waiting for your, for your content. No, no, no. You, you have time. It ramps up. (laughs) That's great advice. (laughs) That's terrific. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. And listeners, thank you. This was some really valuable information you need to pay attention to, in my opinion. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analysts at Lachifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics and hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.